Welcome back. It's been a while. We've been on hiatus for a little bit, but Garage Talk is back. I'm Jared Joyner. I'm here with my dad. How y'all doing today? And uh, again, like I said, it's been a while. Uh, been doing a lot of thinking, taking a lot of things in, um, trying to adjust this pandemic as it goes, just trying to stay safe and uh, hope everybody's been staying safe as well. But uh, again, we are back. Um, Dad decided to join me. Got a few things to discuss today. And without further ado, let's get into it. First thing I want to talk about is what is going on with Seattle and this quarterback situation? As far as Russell Wilson. I understand his father. He's, yes, he's been open to trade, but he hasn't necessarily asked for a trade. Why did you put your franchise player in that position to begin with? Um, I mean, do you agree he's the franchise player on that team? Without a doubt. They well, they put him in that role anyway. Uh, even when Marshawn Lynch and the, they had the Legion of Boom, they, they wanted Russell to be that guy. Um, and I think Seattle kind of got complacent with winning? having winning one. Yes, winning, of course, because with winning, you sometimes people want to win more, and sometimes people get used to winning, so they're like, mm, we'll keep doing what we were doing. But the problem is, a part of the winning formula was that defense that they no longer have, they don't have. The Legion of Boom no more. All, all of those guys are gone. Um, and alongside of that was Russell Wilson doing what he did. And they also had Marshawn Lynch was a big part of that, too. They, I mean, I, I like Chris Carson a lot. I think he's a really good running back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's I think he's actually a star, even though he's underrated. He's been a thousand, I think, since he came into the league. Is I think it's only his fourth year, I think, coming in. So he's still a young boy getting, getting into it. But he's been a very good back. To this point, so they they do have a run game. They got a solid running back. His issue sometimes though is he does tend to get hurt, but who doesn't? Yeah, and uh, so and Wilson has the guys on the outside, but I mean it doesn't matter. You don't have an O line. Well, yeah, the O line I think is is uh, something they really really need to take a, a hard look at it and and take care of uh, Russell Wilson. And how do you take care of your quarterback? You give him a good offensive line. I think we talk about that defense not being the, the defense that they once were. Well, it's hard to be the defense that you once were when you're on the field all the time. When you're getting three and outs and three and outs and three and outs, that puts a lot of pressure on your defense. It's a young defense, and I think they got some good players on that defense. But I think the main thing with Seattle right now, and you talked about a complacency, is the fact that they didn't show up that, that uh, line, the offensive line, and they just thought that uh, Russell Wilson – could just run around back there and, and make things happen. And he does. But at times, you just can't do it, man. I mean, you, you got to have some kind of blocking. And I agree. And I think that's part of the complacency, too, is when you have a guy like a Russell Wilson that can create with his legs, you kind of don't harp on the O-line as much because you feel like, well, he can make so-and-so miss or he can make this play. To the, the. It's not like a... When you have a statue back there, you feel like, well, we need to get somebody in front of him because the, he can't move, so we need to give him time. Like, you feel like guys, well, they, NFL seems to me, I don't know if it's true or not, whatever, this is how I see it. It seems like the mobile guys that don't really have the greatest O-lines because I feel like they get with the mobile guys and think, well, they can make a play if things break down. 
I agree. Well, here it is. The uh, Seattle Seahawks is my favorite uncle's team. He loves the Seattle Seahawks. So I hope they get their line together and uh, become a contender. I mean, a big contender where they go to the NFC Championship and possibly the Super Bowl again because uh, I want to see them do good. Now, that's enough on Russell. Let's talk about this trade that was made. You know the trade I'm talking about. J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt. Do you think he went to the team that he should have went to? Or you think there was a lot of teams out there that could have used his services better? I think all 32 teams could use his services. But the, the team he should have went to, I, I personally don't think so. Um him and Chandler Jones are going to be a nightmare it's coming off the edge for sure. It's going to definitely, it's going to be, he's definitely sharing up that, that defense on that side of it. Yeah, but how's their linebackers? The linebackers are decent. The young boy, um, who I'm losing his name right now, from Clemson that they drafted last year, he started coming into his own um, at the end of the season. He's a big playmaker, but he's like a, he's a tweener. Like he can play linebacker, mm-hmm. he can play safety, he can, He's like that kind of player, and I think in the beginning of the season they weren't kind of using him like that, but then they kind of started giving him a little bit more freedom towards the end, so he started um, doing what he does. He was making plays, and uh, but their linebacking core isn't like the uh, – it's not the top linebacking core, but when you have a D-line in front of you like that, you don't need a top linebacking core. So. Okay, defense. Defense plays in layers. You got your defensive linemen. You got your linebackers, you got your defensive backs. If one of these three are not doing their job, that's putting pressure on somebody else. So, okay, you say J.J. Watt should be able to show up that defensive line. Well, with Chandler Jones. With Chandler Jones. But then you got a linebacker core that either got to be able to rush also or cover. You say they're young. Uh, if they can't cover, it's not going to matter how much pressure J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones put on the quarterback because some this tight end or somebody's going to be open because your, your linebackers aren't covering. And then on your defensive backside, they're looking at linebackers running open. They're trying to cover linebackers with safety. I mean, I'm sorry, tight ends with safeties. And it just creates a whole big problem. So my my thing to you is, like I said at the top, is there a defensive line that J.J. Watt could have went to? Um, and I'm just going to throw this out there because I think I threw it out to you before. Like uh, Baltimore, for instance, that could have used his talents more than where he's going. Not, I don't think Baltimore can use it more. No? I, I mean, obviously Baltimore needs a pass. Okay, so the Cardinals pass rush to me is better than Baltimore's already. Baltimore doesn't have really a pass rush. The pass rush is pretty bad. They, but they got good linebackers. They have decent linebackers. Their linebackers about as good as, Car- as Arizona's linebackers. They're not really that much better. I like uh, I like Baltimore's linebackers. Mm, Patrick Queen's a rookie. He's gonna be better. he's gonna be good. Uh, uh, Harrison, he's a rookie. He's gonna be good. But um, L.J. Fort, it's a veteran. He's decent. Like their linebacker core, they had there is no super. They haven't had a super linebacker core by any stretch of the word. But 
Um, I think the linebacker core Lamar's rookie year was the best court linebacker core they've had since Ray and them was there. And they weren't obviously they ain't as good as Ray and them were, but they were good. Yeah. But the line the Ravens the Ravens defense is predicated to me more off their Yes, they want their D-line to stop the run and stuff like that because the Ravens don't want you to run the ball. They want you to have to throw into their defensive backfield. But the reason why they want you to throw into the defensive backfield is because their defensive backfield is that strength. So, yeah, the strength of the Baltimore defense is a defensive back. So that's what they kind of want to play into. Um, obviously, when you have good defensive backs, having a good pass rush makes the defensive backs even better because now the quarterback got to get rid of the ball faster, which which doesn't give these guys the time to get into their routes. Defensive backs don't got to cover as long. gives more opportunities for interceptions, turnovers, things like that. So, uh, J.J., yeah, obviously he could we would have helped the Ravens. I wouldn't say more than the Cardinals because the Cardinals' strength of their defense, to me, too, is their defensive backs. Buda Baker is one of the best safeties in the league. Patrick Pierce is still their all-pro guy. Um, well, he, he, I don't know if he's still going to I don't know how long he's going to be there because apparently he's talking about that he wants to make a change too. But anyway, as of now, um, Patrick Pierce is still there. Buda Baker is one of the top safeties in the league. Um, so their strength of their defense also is kind of their defensive backfield when their D-line is already pretty good too. He's spearheaded by Chandler Jones. Um so you got J.J. Watt to that, too, and that's a very, again, a potentially very dangerous defense. Well, I was just throwing that out there, but I kind of retract that a little bit, too, because the main thing I think Baltimore need is some wide receivers. I think they need somebody. I agree. I think they need somebody that this man can actually throw the ball to that can go get it. And he hasn't had that. I haven't seen him have that in – I don't know if I've seen him have that in his career. Not since he's been in the league, no. Right. And it's time it's time for Baltimore to step up, get him some receivers, whether they're young, whether they're, whether they're uh, veterans, whether they're, um, you know, uh, being traded or whatever, but they need to get him some wide receivers. Because I think that in itself is one of the main, if not the main reason, that Baltimore doesn't go further in the playoffs. Um, I agree. Um, it's also how Baltimore calls their offense. Greg Roman, throughout his career as offensive coordinator, has never had a prolific passing offense. It just goes all the way back to him with Kaepernick. Yeah. Then he had Tyrod Taylor and stuff. He knows how to call a run game, which is cool. Um, but it don't take much to call a run game when you got Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Right. Um, he'll make the run game happen on his own. Uh, with obviously. The, the O line opening up holes and stuff like that, but I mean cause Lamar creates the space because he puts so much stresses on defenses because they're scared of him running. So these running backs are gonna get looks anyway, just because defenses are like I'd rather one of them touch the ball before he eight, eight has the ball in his hands running. Right. So I I do think he needs a number one receiver, but I also think the offense needs to well the coordinator needs to add some wrinkles to his game as far as opening up the pass game for him. Lamar Jackson ran an air raid offense at Louisville. Yeah. Um, and dominated college football in an air raid offense. Yeah. Then he comes into the NFL and they put him in a power run option type offense. Yeah. Which cool. He won MVP in it and uh a unanimous MVP. And he had a crazy season his second year in the NFL. Yeah. Again, this is only his third year, about to go in his fourth coming up. 
Uh, still, he's still, he's still very young kid. Still only twenty three years old, I believe. Still, yeah. still a young kid, but um, uh, he has people fooled thinking that the offense was built for him. When this is an offense that's built for him, yes, it helps his. I mean, he uses some of his ability as a runner. Just like it used Kaepernick's ability as a runner, just like he used Tyrod Taylor's ability as a runner. It, yes, it, it fits mobile quarterbacks, but Lamar is more than just a mobile quarterback. He can throw. Lamar's a guy that can light you up if yeah. if given opportunity. Yeah. And people look, well, he you know he's missing. I'm like, every quarterback misses throws. They harp on it because whatever, whatever, but we won't get into why they harp on it. But yeah, he misses some throws. So who doesn't? He's also completing 64% of his passes this year. That's excellent. Yeah. I want to say the highest in the league is 67 or 60, something like that. It was like the high 60s. And he's going to lead 64% of his passes on a team where they don't throw the ball a lot. And that's not that's not because of him. That's the that's by design by the coordinator. They don't throw the ball a lot. Right. He don't got a bunch of guys he can throw to. The route combinations are, if you watch, their, watch them run routes, these guys are like on top of each other, not creating any space. And teams are playing six DBs on the field anyway because they need speed to stay with Lamar. So now you like you got guys that are barely getting open, guys that are dropping balls, and a guy you don't have that one guy. Like every you can't name a quarterback in the league that doesn't have that guy. Yeah, Deshaun Watson had before they traded him DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Josh Allen, his improvement from last year to this year. The biggest change was he got Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley. Um, Aaron Rodgers has Devontae Adams. And I'm not saying that these guys aren't good without these guys. I'm just saying all the top guys got a guy. Yeah. Mahomes has Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Mahomes got a track team Yeah. on top of his elite ability. You can't name me a quarterback, a top-end quarterback that don't have a guy. Right, and they don't, and they out. They went to the draft last year, and drafted a running back, who I think is going to be a great running back, J.K. Dobbins. But did they need to draft him at that spot? I don't think so. I thought they should have got a receiver. Um, well, maybe this year that's what they'll do. They'll go out and address the receiver situation, and that'll put Baltimore in a better situation than they have been these last couple of years, as far as going deeper into the playoffs. And I also want people to remember. Lamar didn't step into a role of a team that was a playoff team. This wasn't a plug and a, pl- a, fi- a plug and fill role. He stepped into a team that wasn't making the playoffs right. as a rookie, and then went on a win. They along with him, along with the team, went on a win streak to get into the playoffs. So this ain't the team that was just a super team, and they're like, all right, well, let's he's in now and whatever. Like this was a team that he came in and made better. Of course. So let's let so as he helped y'all as an organization, y'all need to start helping him. Don't put every, everything on his his special ability. Yeah, like I said, I hope that's what happens this off season. They uh, actually bring in a elite receiver that can uh, give him some help. Now, let's talk about the NBA. I'm a little disappointed, and this is probably coming more from a fan point point of view than 
Uh, I think that the Miami Heat should have representation in the All-Star game. Now, I know they, they asked Buckets to uh, attend, and he turned them down. But that was after the fact somebody else didn't want to play. Or somebody got hurt or whatever. It wasn't like he was first ballot type of situation. So I don't, sometimes, you know, when that situation comes up, I don't blame a player. So why, why didn't they have a Miami Heat player first ballot on, on the All-Star team? Uh, well, Jimmy's been hurt for most of the year. So I really don't think he should have got that bid anyway as a first, like, first-team guy. Bam has a case, but the Miami Heat also ain't been winning either until recently. And apparently that plays a part into all-star games because last year Bradley Beal, average 30, was averaging 30 a game and didn't get all-star game. He didn't get all-star bid because his team was bad. Hmm. Which I don't care how That's bad. Good point. Now this is my thing though. I don't think All Star games should be based on your team success. That's MVP awards and stuff like that. Right. All Star games should be individual set because an individual. Mm-hmm. That's an individual award. Right. MVP is most valuable player of your team. Right. So that includes team success. Are you okay? Who's winning? Cool. Who's most important part of that team winning? All right. He's probably the most valuable player. Mm-hmm. I get that. All Star game is literally based on you. Because in high school, college, whatever, your team could be garbage. But if you was balling, you'd probably get an all-star game somewhere. Right. And the NBA, they kind of put it on, put it on winning. And I don't, I don't agree with that. Because, like, well, they add winning. It's, I don't know how much it plays into a part, but I can, I see it does. And I don't, I don't get that. Because at the end of the day, this ain't my MVP award. This ain't none of that. This is literally all-star. This has something to do with me. How good I, have I been? I'm supposed to be recognized for how good I've been. Not how good I was on my, right. based on my team. How good I've been individually. So is there anybody on either team that you think shouldn't have been picked? You, you got to give me a second because I got to look up the All-Star. Okay. Um, rosters. Um, I'm just a little disappointed. Now, now my team, of course, everybody knows me, knows that the Knicks are my team. But I'm home down here in South Florida, so, you know, I, I root for my my uh, Miami Heat unless they play in the Knicks. <laughs> but... Uh, I just didn't. I didn't like the fact that they couldn't find a place on on the roster for uh, one of my Miami Heat players. That's just uh, it. Just seemed uh, unfair as a fan to me that they couldn't do that. Uh, I don't even know. Did they did they bring uh, the next player? What's his name? He's on. Um... Is he on the East? Yeah. Uh, the Knicks player? He is on. Okay. Uh, I can't. I'm losing his name right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm, 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 I can't think of his name either, but I like the way he plays ball, man. Julius Randle. Yeah, I like the way he plays ball. Yeah, Julius Randle's on. Ben Simmons is on. Ben Simmons that can't shoot a free throw or, or an outside shot? Yeah, well... His team's winning, and he's a big part. Him and Embiid are a big part of it. So, like I said, winning. Yeah, well, I would have took Embiid and left him on left him on the um, side. Who? Huh? 
Ben Simmons. Oh, I thought you were leaving Embiid off the side. I'm like, no, Embiid. I would have Embiid and left Ben Simmons uh, off the side. I about to say, because Embiid's playing at MVP level this year. So. And gave one of Miami Heat's that, that spot. Embiid playing at, I was about to say, you ain't taking Embiid off. I'm sorry. That's the East, so that could have gave Miami one of them spots instead of uh, Ben Simmons. Okay, but Simmons is averaging 16, 8, and basically 8, 7.9. What, because of Bayou is, is playing the same position as... Uh, as, um, and you can't take you can't take Simmons exactly you can't take Simmons off and put him technically put uh, center in uh, center in because that's that's, he's that's, a guard. that's the guard spot even though he's, even that. though he's really more of a forward but I understand he's that. so talented at what he does okay so all right so Nikolai Vucevic is on from the Magic is he yeah. That maybe I like him though. I do, and I do think he should be all star. I like him though. What I, should I what I say? Ben should be over him. I I don't know. I don't. And I like the I like that boy from uh, the Mavericks too. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. I like. I don't him, think man. he should have been a start over Damian Lillard. That though. dude's a baller though, man. He is. I mean, he's a baller. He shows up. He shows up. But I don't think he should have been a start over Damian Lillard. But that's here. here well, who com- who's coming from Portland? Lillard. That's it. Okay, I think CJ would have made it had he been healthy because CJ was having a prior career year up until he uh, messed his ankle up. Yeah, so he was a uh, he would have made it. What about New Jersey? With all them ballers, who's coming from there? Brooklyn. I think all three of them. Are, coming. are you kidding me? <laughs> all three of them? I believe so. Oh jeez, see that's overload, man. But how could you have an all-star game and leave out one of those three? Who are you gonna leave out? Who would I leave out? I'm not leaving out Kyrie. It I'm, depends on it depends on the balance. What's the balance? You know what I'm saying? I get like, it. Like how many guards I got? How many centers I got? How many forwards I got? It, it, that's the balance. So I get if it. There's a balance. If there's a balance, I'm I gonna actually, take Irving. I don't think KD's going because KD. Oh no, KD is going. Okay, I, I, one of, I thought one of them said they weren't going. Three players from one team. Okay, so yeah, that ain't right. I mean, when you stack a team, it is because I think when the Miami Heat was a uh, at their best, they had all three of them go: LeBron, Wade, and Bosh. Did they? I believe so. All three of them was in it. Mm-hmm. When the Spurs, I think Ginobili, Parker, and Duncan was going. Well, you got to have enough roster spots though. Those are all different positions. Yeah, these are all different positions. Right, but um, Kyrie's a Kyrie point. Kyrie and what's they play guards. But if one's a point, one's a shooting. Yeah, but they had what's they playing point at for a while too. Okay, but just because you run point, don't mean cause they. There's not you can't. Okay, so Kyrie's labeled as a point, and James is labeled as a shooting, even though he plays point or runs point. Yeah, just like and uh, Simmons is labeled as a point guard, but he's really a forward. That's true. There's it, the NBA nowadays is positionless. So like yes, you have your one, two, three, four, five, but like there's really there's no. I mean, to a lot of people, the the, the All Star game don't mean anything. But um, I know, <laughs> I remember I was telling you about this, and it may come across not the right way I wanted to come across. But I know when I was playing sports, I was thrilled to be on a get picked for an All Star team. Okay, even though it didn't mean nothing to nobody else, it meant the world to me. To be picked for an all-star team. Well, here's what I say. I say in Little League, high school, and college, being an all-star does mean something. Yeah. More so than uh, at the, prof- the professional level. level. Why? Yes, it is cool to be picked. Yeah. 
And that's an honor to be picked. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it doesn't mean nothing. Like, so if you're going to the Hall of Fame, like, yes, yeah. that should be on your resume. Like, how many All Stars you made? Yeah. But the game itself don't mean as much. And no, no, as, it's not about the game as it much. did when you were in college or when you were right. in high school or when you were in Little League. Well, I don't even think it means that much, even when you're you're in those those uh, leagues. What it is, what it means to me is when I got called or I got a, uh, a letter sent to me. That says that you made the All Star team. Mm-hmm. That meant the world to me. I no, I agree with you. You understand what I'm saying? I agree with you. I wasn't even thinking about winning or losing the game. That just meant the world to me. That they said you're good enough, and we think you're good enough to be on the All Star team. And I agree. My Out of all the players that I played with, you're picking me to be on the All Star team. That was cool to me. I agree with that, but the pool of players at that, that time was a lot more too. So you're picking, you're not picking like you're, you're legitimately the cream of the crop. And the NBA, like yes, you're a cream of the crop, but there's guys that are cream of the crop too that aren't getting picked. Yeah, that's true. And um, on top of that too, when you're playing in these All Star games, when you're in high school, you play All Star game. Yeah. You're not playing just to play it. Sometimes, right? This is film. Yeah, I'm trying to go college with this. Yeah. Um. In college. The, the 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 biggest all star game called the Senior Bowl. I'm trying to go to the NFL with this film. Right. Right. Um, Understood. And when I'm in NBA, I'm not trying to go nowhere. I'm here. You already made it. That's yeah. why when I play in it, I don't even really go yeah. full because I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm here. It's cool. Right. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. And I'm not saying to, I'm not trying to diminish. Yeah. Them being all stars. I right. do. I think it's a. Right, you're the top I, players in the league. Yeah, you're the top players in the league. Regardless, even of how you if all out. the top players didn't make it, exactly, you got a, a, a whole bench on each side as top players. The top league. players in the league, and right. then exactly, and then you got reserves too. So like everybody knows, you feel me? Like yeah. that the all stars, yeah. it, it do mean something right. to these guys, and I'm not right. saying it doesn't because, and I and to me, I think all star in the NBA means a little bit more than Pro Bowl in the NFL. That's just my opinion, mm-hmm. just because like Pro Bowl in the NFL sometimes is just name basis. Like his name is this. He might not even have a good great season, but yeah, he been there before, so we'll throw him in. Okay, so all right, that's cool. But I agree with you as far as it is still an honor, regardless to be voted because yeah. at the end of the day, these are people recognizing. It's a good feeling. Yeah, or recognizing yeah. that you do. And everybody's about that good feeling. All right. Well, I'll be remiss if I didn't uh, mention this. Uh, in closing, that uh, I want to see Tiger Woods get better. Um, that was a horrific accident that he had in that truck. Um, I want to see him to get back on the course. I know he's got all kinds of leg injuries and everything, but I would love to see him get back on the course. And I think it was a great, great thing that the other golfers did this past weekend by wearing the red shirt. I wasn't even aware of that. To honor him. That's, that's, that is dope. That was dope. It's pretty cool. So, uh, Tiger, if you an earshot of me, brother, get well soon, man. I'll see you back on the course. Yes, man. sir. Goat, the game needs you. No doubt about it. The game needs you. The world the world needs you, so get better, man. Get better, brother. Get better for you, man. And then, yeah, then we're the, rest the, game, the, world, the rest of the world can enjoy exactly. it. Exactly. You need you more than anybody else. So. Yeah. Your kids, everybody, man. So get better for you. And uh, in closing, man, I, hey, I oh, enjoyed it, bro. Well, one more thing before we get off, too. Because I know my boy in contract talks right now. Panthers need to pay my dog Telemore right now. Best O-line they got on their <laughs> right now. They need to pay him, show up that, continue to show up that O-line, keep Teddy Bridgewater protected. 
Ain't no, ain't no need to be in no negotiation. Pay the man. That's, I think they're going to pay him. Pay the man. I think they're going to pay him. Because I think he's been the most consistent offensive lineman that they've had since he's been there. Yes, he has been. So, so pay the man. And I'm not biased because I know him. <laughs> I'm personally. biased. That's my boy. <laughs> I'm not biased because I know him personally, but I've been watching him. And he does his block, and he gets his stuff down. He man, don't give so. up pressures like that. I watch, right. him, I watch him every Sunday. Taylor, love you, man. Mark, keep doing your thing, brother. With that being said, man, uh, that's it. Dad, appreciate you being here. Uh, no doubt. Appreciate you talking with me. Uh, we'll be back. Yeah, oh, yeah. Why not? We'll we can back. do this again. No problem. We'll back. Yeah. Uh, appreciate all y'all for listening. Uh, give me, give me some time in your lives. I know with everything going on, so everybody just continue to be safe. Continue to be smart. Be safe, everybody. Be uh, safe. Take care. It's all love. And again, this is Garage Talk signing off. Appreciate you. Peace.